Now it's time to see who has the heart. If you put your effort and concentration into playing to your potential to be the best that you can be, I don't care what the scoreboard says, at the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. This is your fight. Now go out there and take it. Everybody grab it out there. Nobody touch it. Just grab it, everybody. Welcome to the Best of Tailgate Talk, where we go back into the archives and hear some of our special guests you may have missed the first time around. We'll be back with the Best of Tailgate Talk after this. Come see all your friends at Applebee's in Athens. 12 minutes guaranteed or it's free Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Seven items to choose from. Can't make it for lunch? Visit them for happy hour, 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. or late night. Half-price appetizers with beverage purchase. Six appetizers to choose from. Call 233-4430 or order online at Applebee's.com and pick your meal up with Carside to Go. Applebee's Neighborhood Grill, Highway 72 in Athens, just off I-65. Eating good in the neighborhood. Real estate, real easy. That's the motto at Innovative Realty Solutions, and providing the highest quality real estate services is their mission. With sound real estate advice, the latest information, and a skilled analysis of the real estate market, Innovative Realty Solutions offers a better home buying and selling experience with a fair, ethical, and, yes, innovative process. Innovative Realty Solutions. Visit them on Facebook, online at InnovativeRealtySolutions.com, at 100 North Clinton Street in Athens, or call 230-5950. Innovative Realty Solutions. Real estate, real easy. When things go wrong, State Farm is here to help life go right. And Agent Michael Howell is the one who can help get things back on track. See Michael for your auto, home, life, health, property, and business insurance and be ready for those unexpected twists that life throws at you. Ask about banking and annuities, too. Call State Farm Agent Michael Howell at 232-5400. Visit him online at michaelhowell.net or go see him at 903 South Clinton Street in Athens. State Farm Agent Michael Howell. There when things go wrong here to help life go right from day one first national bank has been built on a strong foundation of community first first to lend a helping hand first to help with community events and fundraisers first to support local students athletic programs and civic organizations first to support events like united way relay for life and many more charitable events and most importantly working for our great community without you there'd be no first national bank making communities great together that's what we strive for equal housing lender member fdic the world is changing the tailgate talk app has changed it's got a new name and a new look it's now known as pas plus and it's your home for applebee's tailgate talk along with james clement sports and calhoun basketball change never heard huh look for the download links at pasnetwork.net or tailgatetalk.net pas plus play action sports plus a little extra pas plus from play action sports We're back with another Best of Tailgate Talk show. We've only got this week and next week to go before we're back with live shows in August. This week, we start things off going back about three years to a lockdown episode we had with Alabama announcer Chris Stewart, in which we were also joined by one of his good friends, Kim Waldrop, wife of then James Clemens football coach Wade Waldrop. You'll also hear Fox 54 sports director Mo Carter on the call as well. We move on then to former Auburn tailback Terry Henley, 
Charlie Dobbins, former player with the King and his court softball team and current coach at William Peace University, is next on the playlist. After that, we hear our first conversation with former Tennessee and Pittsburgh Steelers punter Craig Colquitt before ending things with former Alabama guard and then Florida Southern women's basketball coach Betsy Harris. Don't forget to enter your nominations for the Athlete of the Week polls. Those will be starting back up in August, too. We'll be back after this with the best of Tailgate Talk. P4 Therapy is an outpatient provider offering community-based care with a unique partnership model that allows them to consistently deliver world-class outpatient care, emphasizing personalized hands-on treatment. Whether it's orthopedic, physical, geriatric, or manual therapy, sports or neuro rehab, telehealth, or most any type of muscle or joint pain, P4 Physical Therapy promises to treat you with integrity, compassion, faithfulness, and selflessness. Locations in northern Alabama and southern Tennessee. Look for them on Facebook or online at p4physicaltherapy.com. Daly & Son Car Care is Ardmore's only one-stop auto repair and tire shop. Whether it's major mechanic or brake work or routine maintenance like an oil change or lube job, Daly & Son Car Care has been satisfying customers all over with their fast and friendly service. They're also your headquarters for quality Cooper tires. Stop by and see Wayne, Nikki, or Dale at 25600 Main Street in Ardmore, Tennessee or call them at 931-427-4651. They're on Facebook too. Daily and Sun Car Care, open Monday through Friday, 7.30 till 5 and Saturday, 7.30 till noon. Raise your hand if you could use a gig this school year. With fiber-fast internet from ATC, your kids can learn from the kitchen table, study with friends online, research homework fast, check grades in a matter of seconds, video chat with their teachers, and so much more. Make sure your kids are ready to go back to school. Don't miss out. Call 800-830-9946 to switch or upgrade today for only $89.90 a month. Introductory pricing for new fiber customers only. ATC is an equal opportunity employer and provider. With all the technology around us today, it's hard to keep up. Goldsmith Technical Services specializes in residential and commercial computer and electronics repair, automation, IT services, and home theater systems and audiovisual services. Goldsmith Technical Services. Call or text 256-203-4226. Visit them on Facebook or online at goldsmithtechnical.com. Let them tailor a package that meets your needs. Goldsmith Technical Services. 256-203-4226. While others have come and gone, the Lion's Den Gym has been roaring as a workout and exercise fixture in Athens, growing from its humble basement beginnings in 1981 to their current 10,000-square-foot location at 212 Commercial Drive in Athens. The Lion's Den offers 24-7 access to their ever-expanding equipment collection that includes treadmills and climbers, elliptical trainers, stationary bikes, loose weights and dumbbells, and over 45 different weight machines. Contact the Lion's Den Gym about a membership today at 256-652-2627. Visit them online at lionsdengym.com or on Facebook, The Lions Den Gym, 256-652-2627. Have you noticed bad behavior has become normalized at interscholastic athletic events? Some fans seem angry. They lack civility toward one another. Some even get aggressive and unruly. Time out! What is going on? This has to stop. Let's not forget, school sports aren't just about winning. And they're definitely not an excuse to take your frustrations out on the official or the opponent. They're about teaching lessons like perseverance, respect, and empathy 
so students can learn and grow as people, not just as players. We all have a role to play in setting a good example for our students and teaching them these important values. So fans, it's time to step up your game and behave positively at interscholastic athletic events in Alabama. This message presented by the AHSAA and the Alabama High School Athletic Directors and Coaches Association. Tune in every Tuesday through Thursday this coming football season for the WKAC Coaches Shows. Join us as we get the scoop from Ardmore, Athens, Clements, East Limestone, Elkmont, James Clemens, Tanner, and West Limestone. The WKAC Coaches Shows on 1080 WKAC. Welcome back to the Best of Tailgate Talk on 1080 WKAC. Hey, let's all join in together and welcome Chris Stewart, Alabama sports broadcaster, on the show. And we also have Coach Waldrop here as well. Chris, welcome to the show. I've got to tell you, I'm an Auburn fan, but Bama Zach has just been dying to get you on this program, brother. He is excited as anybody we've ever seen. Uh, we're going to get, get better expectations for him. No, <laughs> no, no, Chris. Chris, me, me and Jay, we, we definitely, we've been, we've been great to have you on and, We've uh, I've, I've heard you talk up here in Huntsville before, and uh, you've always done a great job. But but hey, you, you had a two year anniversary here the other day, and it wasn't the kind of anniversary you wanted to have. But we're, we're glad you're able to talk about it. Yeah, me too. I had, uh, I've had a lot of medical problems the last couple of years, but the uh, what really kind of started it was having a stroke two years ago this week, and um, very fortunate that I survived it. And um, I, I can point to a lot of different ways in which that actually saved my life during the the uh, the heart issues that I had in the last eight months. But I'm I'm very blessed. I'm very fortunate to be here, and um, the the people that have reached out to me during that two year stretch and the different things I've dealt with have been uh, unbelievable and overwhelming. I'm very very grateful. So I just got back from College Station, correct? When y'all in baseball yeah, games? Yeah, I had done the uh, Alabama Texas A&M series two years ago, and it was uh, one of those deals where they played a, a Thursday night game on ESPN, and then we played Friday and Saturday, as opposed to the usual Friday, Saturday, Sunday deal. So I was home Saturday night. We flew back in late Saturday night. I was home all day Sunday. I went to one of my niece's birthday parties on Sunday. Felt great. Felt fine when I went to bed at midnight. And I woke up four and a half hours later. Uh, or excuse me, my wife woke up four and a half hours later and uh, thought that I had thought I was having a bad dream, realized that it was something more than that, called paramedics. Long story short, they wound up getting me to the hospital and thinking that I, um, you know, didn't know what was wrong. And so they turned around, and, and once they realized there was a blood clot, they got me to, uh, thankfully, to Brookwood Baptist Hospital, where Jay Sharma, the neurologist there, was on standby. And team he and his team removed the clot. It was very close to... They were very close to running out of time, but thankfully were able to do so. And not only did I survive, but I, I really, other than my, my left eye having a, a muscle issue with it for about 10 or 11 months, I had no ill effects from the stroke whatsoever. It was it was truly a miracle. And it was after that, you know, about uh, another four or five months 
once we got into August that I, I wound up needing bypass surgery, which was unrelated. And uh, a week after I'm home, I develop an infection from that that really sent me into a spiral where I spent three months in a hospital. And, and uh, I'm five mm-hmm. months in, into being home and recovering. And it's it's been a roller coaster, but I'm still hanging on. They hadn't flow, flung me out of that cart yet. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm still in good shape, and I'm very grateful. And trying to stay away from this virus, too, I hope. Yeah, then, then, then there's this... Uh, you know, uh, once in a generational uh, pandemic going on, and, yeah. and uh, so yeah, they've got my family's got me wrapped in bubble wrap. <laughs> I was wondering about this interview. Yeah, I hear you, bro. So uh, I also heard you had some visitors from the other side of the state. Maybe some boys wearing some navy blue and burnt orange oh, came man. to see you. They, uh, you know, we joke, we've always joked about this because. Of, of how serious people take the Alabama-Auburn deal. We understand. Uh, you know, I've grew up in the state of an Alabama fan my whole life, but, you know, the late Rod Bramlett and Andy Burcham and uh, Brad Law are all very good friends of mine. And when I had the, when I had the bypass surgery uh, during my recovery, it was the week of the uh, SEC broadcasters meeting in Birmingham. And so at one time in my room, all at one time, I had uh, Eli, John Parker Wilson, Tony Giles, who was a former radio partner of mine and our, and our PA announcer at, at Bryant-Denny. Yeah. Um, but also Andy Burcham and Brad Law in there uh, in my room at the same time and, and had a chance to visit with them, got a picture of all of us together and... Um, you know, dear friends, they really are. They're very, very good friends. And I told, um, I actually called them all. I called Andy um, before I went in for the surgery because I said, look, I know you've been through a lot with with the loss of Ride, and I just I want to make sure you're not caught off guard by this. I want you to hear from me that I'm going in and everything's going to be fine. Didn't know that it wasn't going to be fine for a while, but um you know, I said, I just want to make sure you hear it from me. So, yeah, those are those are dear friends. Also, um, you know, when you're talking about the, the other side of the state, I'd be remiss if I didn't uh, thank Bruce Pearl, who had um, who'd reached out as well and actually um, checked on me and, and uh, came by to see me in Tuscaloosa just before tip-off of our ball game. That, that first game, I mean, the lights are still down. And I look up, and Bruce is standing in front of me. He's walked across the floor <laughs> to come over and shake my hand and, and tell me how glad he is that I'm doing well and that I'm back. And just meant a lot to me. So, And, and Butch Thompson at Auburn's been a friend for 20 years. So, uh, yeah, the the rivalry's big. It's important. It matters. But not at times like that. And, and I just was very appreciative of what those guys did. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, well, Chris, we're gonna talk. Let's go ahead and talk a little football real quick. Yeah. Uh, uh, Coach Saban, when you're when you're when you're working the sidelines with Coach Saban, and he's coming off the sidelines at halftime, how hard was it? Do you have to put that microphone in front of him and say, "Well, Coach, how's it? What you think?" I. Uh, <laughs> Hosting his show and doing that, I, I prep for it in the off season each year by uh, renting myself out to kids' birthday parties. <laughs> and, uh, 
No, that was that's not true. That's that's how I used to prep when I took phone calls on the post game show. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, that's even worse. It was a lot worse, a lot worse. But now, coach has always been great to me, and there are times out there's there's one time it was caught on film. It was a Tennessee game back when Landon Collins was still playing in Alabama, and I don't know if you remember. I forgot what year because. Thank God we've beaten them so bad so many years in a row now they run together. But there was one in particular in Tuscaloosa where we're up, I want to say it was 28 nothing, and uh, we're about to go, we're about to punch it in and, and score. And somebody, somebody for Alabama fumbles right at the goal line, and Tennessee recovers, and dang, in the last minute, they're driving down the field. It looks like they're going to score, and I am. I am spitting venom <laughs> because I'm like, you know, this guy was going to be in a good mood. Yeah. He 35 to nothing. Not even Nick Saban could be mad. <laughs> he was going to be in a good mood. And now here we are. It's going to be 28-7. It's a ball game again. He's going to be chewing nails. And, and I'm going to I'm gonna catch it. And dang, if Landon Collins is going to pick one off right in front of me, and you can literally, as they were shooting – there were some still there's still photographers shooting back down the sidelines. You can see me jumping up and down from my fist <laughs> like I'm about a twelve year old sitting in the stands. But he runs that sucker back and it's thirty five to nothing. And sure enough, coach tried to get mad at the beginning and then he caught himself and started smiling and, and it was a pretty entertaining halftime deal. But I look I don't try to win any broadcast awards. When I'm interviewing him, you know, I pull the pin on the hand grenade and I try to get out of the way and make sure there's no. <laughs> uh, just try to survive it. Now, Chris, Chris, how hard is it? I know with the, especially here lately, the basketball changes. We went from coach, coach Johnson now to Coach Oaks. How hard is it for you? You develop these relationships with these coaches. You do their shows. How hard is it for you to adapt with the change? It, you know, it can be a challenge because personalities are different. Uh, they they come, they all come from places where they've done things one way. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll start with Coach Oates, and he was phenomenal. Of course, I came in in the middle of the year, and and I developed a little bit of a relationship with him prior to that. He and he and Herb Jones and Kyra Lewis surprised me in a great way. They came to see me at the hospital. Um, one day during the summer that the visit that meant a ton to me and and uh, really appreciated and so I got to know them a little bit and he's he's terrific he's easy to work with he's, he's great uh, but you're right you develop these relationships and and I've never enjoyed being anybody more than I did Avery Johnson you know guy who understood the media was part of it is part of it again now knew what we were trying to do, understood I'm on his side, you know, I'm his announcer. I'm not I'm not a networker. I'm I'm there now. I'm there to help them uh, sink or swim. I'm right there with them and and that's and I in fact I told Avery when he got the job, I said, Ain't nobody pulling harder for you than me because I learned from Joe Fisher, the Vanderbilt announcer, who told uh, Kevin Stallings back when he got the job, I'm your number one fan outside of your wife. <laughs> uh, the reason is because when things are going well, everybody's happy. When things ain't going well, you walk into a restaurant and people still smile and, and wave politely at the coach. And then they walk over to my table and tell tell me how bad they suck. <laughs> and, uh, and, 
Yeah, and, and I see Wade Waldrop smiling over there. He's a coach. <laughs> but it's the uh, but it's the truth, unfortunately, and, and fans don't take into consideration. Hey, we're we're actually uh, we may actually be friends. It's not always the case, but you may you know you develop relationships, and we pull for the the coaches, and we have to deal as announcers with more negativity or as much negativity sometimes as as the coaches. And we want we develop relationships with those players and the and the staff, and we want them to win. But no, I've been so fortunate. Avery was great to me. Anthony Grant was. Anthony and his wife Chris called and checked on me with with both the stroke and with the um, the uh, the heart issues that I have. And uh, Mark Godfrey was terrific coach I worked with first, and and not just them, but the guys that that had interim labels in between. Philip Pearson has remained a close friend. <laughs> Uh, John Brandon, who's gone on and done great things at at uh, Northern Kentucky and now yeah. at Cincinnati, they were they were great to check on me and see how I'm doing. So I'm a very blessed man. That's and that's just basketball. I mean that doesn't count. Coach Saban calling, checking on me. The guys I worked with at Birmingham Southern and Montevallo when I was an undergrad. Relationships that I've maintained. I, I mentioned Brad Bohannon, I think, but Brad came to see me at the hospital twice. Um, Ton, and tons of people. Just, uh, I'm, I've been overwhelmed by the kindness of people throughout the stretch of all this. Well, I tell you, I tell you Chris, we, we love you, brother. I mean, those guys that filled in for you, and, the, and you've got a great crew you work with. Those yeah, guys are phenomenal. But it, it just wasn't the same not hearing you on Saturday afternoons. And I, I, as all Alabama fans can tell you, those guys did a phenomenal job trying to fill in for you, but it wasn't the same not having Chris Stewart there on the side. I miss being there. Um, you know, it, um, it's something you get used to. It's something you train for your, your whole professional life. And in my case, I used to pretend when I was five years old I was a broadcaster. So, you know, it's it's the type of job you, you work for your whole life and you got it. And I've had a lot of good years there. Um, but then – you deal with something like that, and it's kind of strange, you know, turning on the radio and listening again. Um, I went to a I went to a basketball game in Birmingham when we played Sanford at the BJCC, and I I was not back calling the games, but I had a friend who uh, invited me to go to the game with him, and he had some nice floor seats, and and I talked to my wife. She goes, "I really think you ought to go if you feel like it," and I did. I was still two or three weeks away from, from calling my first game, but it was it was right before Christmas, and and I decided to go, and I sat down, and it was really strange. I said, this is the first time in 20 years that I have actually gone to, or 18 years, I guess, that I've been at an Alabama basketball game without working it. Yeah. So uh, I enjoy, I like it better working it, but I had a good time that night. I enjoyed sitting there watching it, being a fan. We'll be back with more of our Tailgate Talk conversation after this. Limestone Drug, located on the square in downtown Athens, is your local health park pharmacy. As your local health park pharmacy, Limestone Drug is locally owned and has a personal commitment to the community. Limestone Drug honors prescription drug plans, including Medicare. They accept flex spending cards and fill prescriptions in minutes, not hours. Limestone Drug knows there's nothing more important than your family's well-being. So shop Limestone Drug at 200 West Market Street in Athens, your local health park pharmacy. Limestone Drug, caring for you and about you. 
Your roof is the first line of defense for your home. Do you have water stains on your ceiling, paint peeling off your walls, shingles missing? It's probably time for you to get your free roof inspection. Locally owned and operated, licensed and insured, Yellowhammer Roofing is the Yellowhammer State Hometown Team. Yellowhammer Roofing. Let our family protect what's most important to you, your family. 256-232-1933 or online at yellowhammerroofing.com. For screen printing, sign printing, banners, logo design, and more, look no further than that shirt printing place. Located at 709 North Jefferson Street in Athens, call 256-444-1827. That shirt printing place. Visit them online at thatshirtprintingplacellc.com. Look for them on Facebook, too. That shirt printing place. 256-444-1927. That shirt printing place. School may be out, but you can still enter your nominations for the Applebee's Athlete of the Week over the summer for the upcoming school year. Just go to tailgatetalk.net and fill out the form. While you're there, check out the Tailgate Talk archives and see what you might have missed. That's the Applebee's Neighborhood Athlete of the Week. Enter your nominations today from Applebee's Neighborhood Grill, Tailgate Talk, and 1080 WKAC. We're back now with more of our conversation on the best of Tailgate Talk. Tim, don't we have a special guest? Well, I, I was gonna, I was waiting for an opening to 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 bring her on. Uh, Chris, this was going to be kind of a surprise, but uh, we've kind of blown it a little bit. I accidentally yeah. dialed three extra people here, uh, <laughs> but uh, we were going to bring this this lady on here. She was excited that you were going to come on the show, uh, Coach Waldron's wife, Kim. Yeah, there's no surprise that that to me that Kim. First of all. You know, I cheated. I was able to see on the, the camera here. When yeah. I feel like I'm on an episode of the Brady Bunch. But, you know, in a picture of all of you guys, Kimberly stands out. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I would hope so. Yeah. <laughs> Which one of these uh, is not like the other? Uh, right. But this sweet lady was uh, uh, at UAB. When my niece, who's like my little sister, uh, was on the was my niece was a cheerleader and Kimberly was was on the dance team was a golden girl and got to know her through Stacy. So and somehow Wade Waldrop pulled it off. And you talk about one of the great upsets in sports. He was able to convince her to to marry. Him. <laughs> uh, so it is it is good to see. Here's the only surprise. I, I saw Kimberly before I heard her. That's the only difference. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> hey, I have, to, I have to tell on myself. I told Chris already. I told him yesterday. I said, hey, guess what? I, I talked to Tim Lambert, and you're going to be on this show the same day as Wade. And uh, he may hook us up. And he said, thank you for reminding me. <laughs> so I told him for all these years, I should have been his assistant. So the reason he's here, guys, is because right. Well, thank you, Tim. We appreciate it. <laughs> and my, my, assistant, my assistant failed to remind me early, so I didn't clear the schedule completely, and I apologize for being late. Well, hey, it all worked out just right. <laughs> well, I can say Alabama, Alabama could thank me for Chris, too, but we won't go that far. <laughs> let, me, let me tell you, she's got, you know, everybody's got a job. If you're fortunate, you got a job in life, okay? And there are times where, even as broadcasters, our jobs, you know, we got great jobs, but it's tough. Uh, Wade, certainly as a coach, has got a tough job. But there ain't nobody that's got a tougher job than a coach's wife. Amen. That's yeah. right. Yep, that is right. 
because they've got a they've got a wife. <laughs> Thumbs up. <laughs> and especially high school high school coaches' wives because they got to sit in the stands. And my sister in law um, coaches wife for about twenty five years. My brother had gotten a my brother had gotten a head coaching job, baseball job, and I won't say where, but he got the job and in about halfway through the season. You got to remember, my sister-in-law now was a high school cheerleader who basically never graduated. Okay, she she's still cheering from the stands forty years later. Okay, from graduation, but there was there was a day things weren't going great. My brother had to make a move and pull a kid in the middle of a, a half inning, and the boy's mama stands up and yells. That's okay, baby. He just plays his favorites. Uh-oh. Oh, wow. <laughs> now, now she didn't know. She didn't know. She didn't know that my sister-in-law was sitting about seven rows behind her. Okay, and it was at that point again, first year for my brother on the job at this new school, and my sister-in-law stands up and yells, "Lady, he don't have any favorites. He hates all of them." <laughs> <laughs> Which I still to this day think is the greatest line from a coach's wife. Ever. That's, That's I, awesome. I'm going to remember that one. I have a lot of good one-liners too, but I'm yeah. going to take that one. Go ahead, Kim. Well, I was going to say, Chris used to do a Thursday night light, um, and he and Tyler Watts would do a um, yeah. broadcast on Thursday nights of high school football. So there were a couple of times when he would cover um, Chelsea High School when Wade was there, and I, I'd get up in the booth with him and Tyler and, and mess with them. But just it was really just to get away from the, the fans. Yeah, it was a good move. You, we appreciated you being there, and the fans appreciated you being away, too. It was good for everyone. That's awesome. Kim, I have to tell you, uh, while we got one second, I'm going to sneak one in here. My daughter was a member of the UAB marching band from 2009 to 2013. So I'm, she's, I'm, she's, I'm not much older than that. No, no. No, of course not. No, no of course not. uh, I tell you, you know, I've been really fortunate in my career, guys. I've had a chance to, uh, I've never, first of all, never had to move. You know, I've lived it. It's really rare. Normally you have to bounce around geographically to, to live, you know, different markets and different cities to, to wind up with a job like I've got now. But I've never had to move. I grew up in Fairfield, went to college at Montevallo, moved to Hoover when I got out of school. And, and I've lived within 10, 15 minutes of where I am right now ever since I got out of school. That's awesome. And, uh, but I, the reason I was able to do that is I had some really good opportunities to, to grow in my career. And one of the places it was great, was so good to me was UAB. Uh, Gene Bartow and Watson Brown created the sideline reporters position for me at UAB when they first went Division One. And uh, I was on the sidelines working for the, the Blazer Sports Network when they played their first ever 1A game at Auburn. Um, if photographer for uh, for UAB hadn't grabbed me by the nape of the neck after the coin toss, I'd have been run over by UAB's team coming out of the, the, uh, the tunnel because uh, I wasn't paying attention. I learned a big lesson there. Always keep your head on a swivel when you're at the coin toss. But, uh, no, I, I loved my time at UAB. They were great to me, always uh, indebted to Coach Bartow especially and, and to Watson. 
but there were so many people there that were great to me. And, and if again, I refer to them as one of my dominoes, man. If that one doesn't fall just right, then I don't wind up doing what I'm doing now. So I've got to ask you real quick, Chris. Okay. Were you there when UAB upset LSU? I was. I was doing the television. I don't bring that up to Coach Saban. I was wondering how that, that was my next question. It yeah, I ain't never mentioned that one to him. But, uh, but, yeah, I was doing the silence. We were actually doing television for that. It was um, – an e- they called it ESPN Plus back then. They were a syndicator. Yeah. And uh, T.J. Reeves was doing the play-by-play. He's a friend of mine still. Lives down in, in Tampa. And works with the Tampa Bay Bucks. Um, gosh, uh, guy that was—I've uh, drawn a blank. His first name's Matt, but he was a, a former lineman at Michigan. Did the color, and I was the sideline guy. And that was—that uh, was quite a night to uh, to see see UAB knock off LSU. And thank God, I've seen a lot of other nights when LSU fans were ticked off and stunned since. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. After having games they thought they had won, and then had their hearts ripped out and shown to them, but it was uh, that was a fun one. There is no doubt that was a fun night. And I hope it happens again this year too. Oh, Chris. I'm banking on it, man. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say we were on that end this year. Yeah. I know you talk about your relationship with Coach Saban, and of course, it's professional, but have you had a chance to send or receive an email from Coach Saban in the last month? (laughs) He's not asking me for advice on how to deal with stuff during the coronavirus, I'll put it that way. He he did. He, uh, He sent a really, first of all, he and his wife both reached out very, very kind ways. Uh, when I first got sick, but he also taped after after they filmed the coaches show one night. He um, he was kind enough to tape a, a personal message to me uh, and have him send it to me in the hospital while I was there. It was pretty funny and and um, very very kind. He's a you know look he's he's as locked in and focused as any individual you've ever encountered. But he's also a really good-hearted person, uh, and and cares about people. And uh, I was blown away just just by the kindness and, and how nice he. And wasn't surprised by Terry. Appreciated Terry, but wasn't surprised because that's who she is. You know that. But uh, there is a there is a very kind spot in Coach's heart, and it's a lot bigger than people realize. Oh, absolutely. That's great. Well, Chris, as, as bad as we hate to say it, I'll be the Auburn fan and take the blame for the bad news. All good things have to come to an end, bud. Yeah, I understand. It's, it's time for us to take a, a break. And But, ladies and gentlemen, Chris Stewart, Alabama sports broadcaster, Thank you so much for your time spending with us. Kim's waving at you. Bye. Thank, bye. thank you, everybody, for thank joining you. us. Had a great time. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thanks, Chris. Thank y'all. Ladies and gentlemen, that was an awesome interview, awesome time there. Chris Stewart, Alabama sports broadcaster. You're listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk on WKAC, the Big 1080.
real estate real easy. That's the motto at Innovative Realty Solutions, and providing the highest quality real estate services is their mission. With sound real estate advice, the latest information, and a skilled analysis of the real estate market, Innovative Realty Solutions offers a better home buying and selling experience with a fair, ethical, and, yes, innovative process. Innovative Realty Solutions. Visit them on Facebook, online at InnovativeRealtySolutions.com, at 100 North Clinton Street in Athens, or call 230-5950. Innovative Realty Solutions. Real estate, real easy. Raise your hand if you could use a gig this school year. With fiber-fast internet from ATC, your kids can learn from the kitchen table, study with friends online, research homework fast, check grades in a matter of seconds, video chat with their teachers, and so much more. Make sure your kids are ready to go back to school. Don't miss out. Call 800-830-9946 to switch or upgrade today for only $89.90 a month. Introductory pricing for new fiber customers only. ATC is an equal opportunity employer and provider. P4 Physical Therapy is a new outpatient provider offering community-based care with a unique partnership model that allows them to consistently deliver world-class outpatient care, emphasizing personalized hands-on treatment. Whether it's orthopedic, physical, geriatric, or manual therapy, sports or neuro rehab, telehealth, or most any type of muscle or joint pain, P4 Physical Therapy promises to treat you with integrity, compassion, faithfulness, and selflessness. Locations in Athens, Huntsville, and Winfield, Alabama, as well is Fayetteville in Knoxville, Tennessee. Look for them on Facebook or online at p4physicaltherapy.com. When things go wrong, State Farm is here to help life go right. And Agent Michael Howell is the one who can help get things back on track. See Michael for your auto, home, life, health, property, and business insurance and be ready for those unexpected twists that life throws at you. Ask about banking and annuities, too. Call State Farm Agent Michael Howell at 232-5400. Visit him online at michaelhowell.net or go see him at 903 South Clinton Street in Athens. State Farm Agent Michael Howell. There when things go wrong here to help life go right come see all your friends at applebee's in athens 12 minutes guaranteed or it's free monday through friday 11 a.m to 3 p.m seven items to choose from can't make it for lunch visit them for happy hour 3 p.m to 7 p.m or late night half price appetizers with beverage purchase six appetizers to choose from call 233-4430 or order online at applebee's.com and pick your meal up with car side to go applebee's neighborhood grill highway 72 in athens just off i-65 eating good in the neighborhood Keep up with local school, travel, youth, and amateur sports throughout the week with a Play Action Sports Update. Listen weekday mornings at 7.30 and weekday afternoons at 1.30 and 3.30 as we bring you the latest scores, news, and announcements from Limestone County and surrounding communities. That's the Play Action Sports Update three times a day, Monday through Friday on 1080 WKAC. You're listening to the best of tailgate talk on 1080 WKAC. I've been listening to this guy on the Birmingham stations a lot. He's always one of my favorite guys to listen to. One of my favorite players from the 1972 Amazings, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Terry Henley. Terry, welcome to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. Well, good to talk to y'all guys. I'm, I'm sorry I've been so elusive, you know, here the past few weeks, but uh, now I've landed, so, uh, <laughs> you know, good to talk to y'all. We were wondering, I'm, this is Tom, by the way, I'm the only... Uh, you know, faithful person. The rest of these are infidels <laughs> all around me. Well, here. We pray well, for you them. Gotta have a, you gotta have a brain in the group. <laughs> now, yeah, tell us what, what kind of what kind of hunting was you doing the other week? 
Well, I was. Uh, I took my son-in-law and daughter to uh, Abilene, Texas. We we were deer hunting, and oh, okay. of course, uh, pig, pigs, and a little bit of everything cool. out wow. there. So uh, they they were they were fortunate to to bag them uh, two nice deer and uh, and uh, come home very happy. That's good. A lot of meat in the freezer. So. <laughs> I was I was wondering, you know, thought all week, you know, we get to talk to Terry. What 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 are we going to talk about? We've talked with Roger before, and he's actually how Roger Mitchell's how we got got your phone number. But 1972, the Amazons, you guys played for a man by the name of Coach Ralph Shug Jordan, and Coach Jordan, unlike very few other coaches, come across the channel on D Day. Uh, did he talk to you guys about that much, and how much do you think that aff- that influenced his coaching philosophy with you guys as, as uh, students and athletes? Well, let me let me first of all tell you where, where I am today. Today, I'm 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 visiting with one of only two of the surviving coaches of that coaching staff, Pat Mars. He was offensive line coach. And I'm, I'm visiting with him and here in Pelham, Alabama, with Bob Ferrier, who was a starting right guard, who has diabetes real bad and has some health problems. And they wanted to see each other because <clears throat> Coach Pat Morris is going to be 87 years old here oh, wow. in a few days. And, and so anyway, but to go to Coach Jordan, Coach Jordan and I, you know, um, especially I, I traveled with Coach Sheridan to speak in the Gazette all I took him. So I had a chance to, I was a lot closer to Coach Sheridan. I'd go by the house all the time and visit with him and talk during the season and from the time I got there to the time, you know, to the time that was passing. And uh, he never mentioned, he never mentioned the war. He never, never brought it up. And all the trips and conversations we had he never wanted to talk about that time you know the only thing he said was that was a time in life you know what i mean that Mm. that we had to do thing we had to do and we accomplished it and it's over and and we're a better country for it so that's about all he had to say about it but he was one tough man to take trout metal and and not yeah. even receive medical attention and keep on going up on that beach, you know, to fight the, the, the enemy each and every day. I mean, what a man. What a man. Well, my dad tells me a story. I don't know if it's true or not because, you know, you the, the, the stories we hear that, that you were walking – to practice and maybe that's one of the things that endured coach you to coach Jordan was that you were you were bloodied beat up and uh, limping to practice and he come by you and picked you up on his golf cart said said if you're going to practice like this you get to get a ride back to the uh, athletic field house it's, is is anything well, like that remotely true or well you're exactly right I was a I, I played uh, on the uh, on the freshman team you could not you could not uh, play you know varsity you know and uh, we actually, I didn't get along well, and so he would always send me over to the scout team, and I was the only scholarship player. But what he didn't realize, it was just making me better being over there, you know, running against the likes of Mike Colin and Ron Yarber and David Campbell and every, every All-American you can name, you know, Buddy McClinton and everything else. And so I was, I was all, I'd run you know, on that scout team all day, and I, I didn't walk, I ran, and so after practice, I was fixing to go to the dressing room, and he come by in that golf cart and, and told me to get in. He said, "You he said you play like that. He said you're going to be a great football player before you leave Auburn University." 
there were a couple of times at Auburn that that, that I I had um I had an inkling to leave on the freshman team. You know, uh, after the Georgia game, I didn't play a single play. You know, that the coach wouldn't let me play and. And um, I, my mother said, no, you're a bigger person than he is, and you just stay here and things will work out, you know. And, and they did. And, um, you know, it's, it's tough when you come to college and leave your family and you're, you got all the pressures of school and you get the pressures of practice and learning and you get the pressure of competing and everything. And you've got to, you've got to compete or you won't play, and especially if you've got the desire to play. And I, I wanted to play. I mean, playing was all I ever wanted to do was run the football. And, and I was very blessed to have a good family that uh, supported me in that. You, I was a high school All-American, and you get recruited. And, you know, you, you get the, recruiting is nothing what it is today. I mean, when I was recruited, you'd go and they'd give you $20 uh, for coming there. And they'd, they'd take you uh, to the ball game. you dressed up in a coat and tie. And, and then the problem with me was they they let me go to those fraternity houses. And they let me go to those fraternity houses. They had this stuff they mixed up in their trash can. It was purple. And everybody Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Then you get to dancing. And, and my gosh, I, I knew that was where I wanted to go. <laughs> I love that purple stuff. <laughs> I bet Coach Jordan didn't like it though. <laughs> yeah, and, and the thing about it, the thing about it, I went back home to Oxford with nineteen dollars in my pocket, man. I was ready. Back with more of our tailgate talk conversation after this. From day one, First National Bank has been built on a strong foundation of community first. First to lend a helping hand, first to help with community events and fundraisers, first to support local students, athletic programs, and civic organizations, first to support events like United Way, Relay for Life, and many more charitable events, and most importantly, working for our great community. Without you, there'd be no First National Bank. Making communities great together, that's what we strive for. Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC. Daily and Son Car Care is Ardmore's only one-stop auto repair and tire shop. Whether it's major mechanic or brake work or routine maintenance like an oil change or lube job, Daily and Son Car Care has been satisfying customers all over with their fast and friendly service. They're also your headquarters for quality Cooper tires. Stop by and see Wayne, Nikki, or Dale at 25600 Main Street in Ardmore, Tennessee, or call them at 931-427-4651. They're on Facebook, too. Daily and Son Car Care, open Monday through Friday, 7.30 till 5, and Saturday, 7.30 till noon. Limestone Drug, located on the square in downtown Athens, is your local health park pharmacy. As your local health park pharmacy, Limestone Drug is locally owned and has a personal commitment to the community. Limestone Drug honors prescription drug plans, including Medicare. They accept flex spending cards and fill prescriptions in minutes, not hours. Limestone Drug knows there's nothing more important than your family's well-being. So shop Limestone Drug at 200 West Market Street in Athens, your local health park pharmacy. Limestone Drug, caring for you and about you. Your roof is the first line of defense for your home. Do you have water stains on your ceiling, paint peeling off your walls, shingles missing? It's probably time for you to get your free roof inspection. Locally owned and operated, licensed and insured, Yellowhammer Roofing is the Yellowhammer State Hometown Team. Yellowhammer Roofing, let our family protect what's most important to you, your family. 256-232-1933 or online at yellowhammerroofing.com. 
When you're looking for something special for your next event, why not bring in the most amazingly fine flavored shaved ice this side of the islands, Kona Ice of Decatur in Athens. Whether it's a school or a major sporting event, a picnic or a festival, Kona Ice brings the fun and laughter from their steel drum music to their signature flavor wave where guests can flavor their own shaved ice. No event is too big or too small. Kona Ice makes fundraising easy too. Call Kona Ice today and tell them what you have in mind. 256-566-5298 or look for them on your favorite social media platform, Kona Ice of Decatur in Athens, 256-566-5298. Takes the snap, he's going to roll out to the far side, he's going to throw it off his back foot deep, he's got a man, touchdown, James Clemens! Be listening for James Clemens High School Football this coming season as the Jets take on the best in Class 7A competition. You can hear every featured game streamed live online at pasnetwork.net on your Amazon Echo device or on your Play Action Sports app and later on demand. You can also hear the replays Sunday afternoons on WKAC Radio. Join us for exciting coverage of James Clemens Jets football this coming season from Play Action Sports. We continue with our conversation on the best of tailgate talk on 1080 WKAC. Uh, Terry, we've had uh, Tom Gossam on our show too. I think you you were teammates with him and uh, uh, James Owens too. Uh, I certainly was. I certainly was. When, and Thomas and I later was teammates at the New England Patriots together. So wow. We okay. Were, yeah. Yeah. Well, no, we. So. Yeah. You know, Tom's talked about the you know the struggles that he had, you know, as uh, he and James had as, you know, African-Americans back in the day. What was it like as far as the the team went? I mean, because, you know, uh, what he's talking about is, I guess, externally, you know, all the uh, people, the public, you know, that, that, that they had to deal with. What was it like uh, within the team? Well, let me tell you something. You, you, just, you just asked about it in the word team. You're, you're all together with a team. Nobody was separated. Nobody was better than the other person. Yeah. Everybody was a team. And that's what James and that's what Thomas was when he came in as a walk-on later on. You know, um, Thomas C. didn't come. He, he came as a walk-on, let's see, my junior year, I believe, I think it was, or my later of my sophomore year. Uh, he was a couple years behind me. So, Anyway, James Owens was one of the finest human beings that I, that I have ever known. One of my dearest friends. When I spoke at his funeral, uh, I, I, he and I have, have remained friends uh, until the day he died. He was one a special person to me. He was an outstanding person that a lot of people, if, if everybody lived their life like James Owens did, this would be a better world. I mean, James Owens was one of the most kindest but one of the most vicious <laughs> football players that I have ever played with in my life. What a talent. I mean, just an unbelievable talent. We were, we were, this is Tom again. We were fortunate enough to have his nephew, Ladarius, on the show last year. Yeah. Well, he's just, James, uh, uh, you know, we, I'm tell you how he was. I mean, one time they were going to do this movie of the 72 team and this, this guy came in from California, and James would not talk to him, James. So they called me and said, James won't talk to him. So I called James and asked him, I said, James, they really want to talk to you. He said, well, I'll go with them if you go with me. So on the way over there, I picked him up and carried him to meet the, the producer and, and all. And I said, James, you going to tell them about that, that 
80-yard touchdown run at Florida, aren't you, that punt return? You're going to tell them about that punt return at, at Georgia when Sullivan won the Heisman. You put us in good shape to score that last score. You, you know, and I was naming off all these things. He said, no, nah, I'm going to let you tell them that. I'll be. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the kind of guy he was. He just was just a humble, great person, very religious but I'm telling you, a blocking machine that nobody could handle. I'll be dog. That is awesome. Yeah. Oh, to, uh, the toilet paper in the trees, is that true? You say we're going to beat the number two out of them, we'll beat the number two out of them, and they roll the trees? <laughs> well, <laughs> I had to ask you that you one, know, but. <laughs> You know, it's, uh, I, tell, I tell people, be careful what you say when you're young. It can come back and live for you for a long time. Okay. So, you just had a radio station there in Auburn, Weagle, and uh, I believe the guy's name was Jim uh, something. He went on with later uh, radio and TV fame with CNN. Uh, but anyway, he he had me over. We had two weeks between Auburn Alabama ball game, and so he had me over on the Monday uh, before uh, on the first week on the radio station and. And he asked me, he said, well, Terry, you know, you've come a long way here. You, you you, know, now you're going to play the number two team in the country in Birmingham. And he said, what do you think? I said, well, the only thing I can tell you is we're going to Birmingham beat the number two out of them. <laughs> and, Lord, I mean, all week, that whole week, and then they had me back up on the radio station again. And then at the Pat Rally, I repeated it, and people would – going to class, yeah, we're going to beat number two at them, we're going to beat number two at them, and, and then lo and behold, you know, in the dressing room, we're in the dressing room, and uh, I believe it was David Alva who came in the dressing room after the 72 game and said, you're not going to believe this, and he said, they, they have rolled Auburn all in toilet tissue. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so he's the reason. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. okay, yeah. I did not know that, Terry. Yeah. Yep. You're yeah. the reason the toilet paper flies now. Well, they all they gathered at Tumor's Corners. They gathered at Tumor's Corner, but it was nothing to throw in the paper and all like what it evolved in after that ball game. It's after that ball game, was the fire was lit, and you know, I guess something took off. Like I say, be careful what you say when you are. <laughs> <laughs> you are talking to one of the persons who can definitely say that. I'd say be careful with what I say last week. Sometimes it still gets in the way. <laughs> Terry, we won't we won't take up any more of your time. I want to thank you for coming. Invite you back anytime. Maybe we can get you on before the Iron Bowl next year. Yeah, and we can have yeah. some good fun interaction. Guys, I appreciate it so much, and and, and thank y'all, and and uh, thank y'all for promoting uh, still Auburn, and thank you for thinking about that '72 team. What a what a wonderful bunch of guys and great teammates, and and uh, it's, a, it's a, it was a wonderful time, and I was very blessed to get to play with those guys. Well. I- in my situation at 72, I remember the game, and, and it was 10 years later before Bo went over the top. So I, st- I, I was uh, I was the one taking the, the abuse the following 10 years. So uh, so you guys were you guys were special to me. You know, I'd always go back to punt, bam, a punt, punt, bam, a punt, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Bear Bryant won two championships in a row. Yeah, that, but punt, bam, a punt. That, that, that's kick six. That, that's kick six. <laughs> I don't want to hear that no more. Oh, thanks, Terry. We thanks, sure, Terry. We sure appreciate it. Hope to have yeah. you back, buddy. Take care. Thank you so much, War Eagle. War Eagle. Okay, I'll let y'all say that. <laughs> oh, that was fun. Yeah, I, I, that, so, was, that was a good interview. That, that's yeah. good. That, you know, like I said, we've had some of his former teammates on, and yeah, you know, yeah. did not you know know that what he said. He spoke at James Owens' funeral. 
Yeah. And uh, yeah. so, I mean, that's one, some – One thing that was interesting, the story he was telling about, you know, uh, Coach uh, Jordan picking him up on the golf cart. And, yeah, you know, Dad's they, told me that story for yeah, years. I wanted, I, I wanted to find out um, about I, that one. I wasn't going to ask him, but I would have thought that had been a tractor. Instead of a, a tractor, a, no, yeah, it was it a was a golf cart. cart no. And I, I figured, yeah, you know, it's tractor. You know, we we used that for the hay when we carried it to the cows. <laughs> the tractor was in use during football practice. They had oh, to feed okay, the cows. Okay. I just <laughs> yeah. figured the locker room was in the barn. There we go. He said, no, no, no. <laughs> That's all right. That was great. That was a good. That was interview. awesome. Yeah. That was real. Good. I'm good. I'm spent. Ladies and gentlemen, we are listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. Raise your hand if you could use a gig this school year. With fiber-fast internet from ATC, your kids can learn from the kitchen table, study with friends online, research homework fast, check grades in a matter of seconds, video chat with their teachers, and so much more. Make sure your kids are ready to go back to school. Don't miss out. Call 800-830-9946 to switch or upgrade today for only $89.90 a month. Introductory pricing for new fiber customers only. ATC is an equal opportunity employer and provider. Real estate, real easy. That's the motto at Innovative Realty Solutions, and providing the highest quality real estate services is their mission. With sound real estate advice, the latest information, and a skilled analysis of the real estate market, Innovative Realty Solutions offers a better home buying and selling experience with a fair, ethical, and, yes, innovative process. Innovative Realty Solutions. Visit them on Facebook, online at InnovativeRealtySolutions.com, at 100 North Clinton Street in Athens, or call 230-5950. Innovative Realty Solutions. Real estate, real easy. When things go wrong, State Farm is here to help life go right. And Agent Michael Howell is the one who can help get things back on track. See Michael for your auto, home, life, health, property, and business insurance and be ready for those unexpected twists that life throws at you. Ask about banking and annuities, too. Call State Farm Agent Michael Howell at 232-5400. Visit him online at michaelhowell.net or go see him at 903 South Clinton Street in Athens. State Farm Agent Michael Howell. There when things go wrong here to help life go right from day one first national bank has been built on a strong foundation of community first first to lend a helping hand first to help with community events and fundraisers first to support local students athletic programs and civic organizations first to support events like united way relay for life and many more charitable events and most importantly working for our great community without you there'd be no first national bank Making communities great together. That's what we strive for. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Now on a platform near you, the only year-round weekly podcast covering the Huntsville Havoc, the Reekin' Havoc podcast. News, interviews, and more. Dropping every Thursday, we'll just reek of the Huntsville Havoc. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and listen, follow, and subscribe on your favorite platform via the PAS Plus app and online at wreakinhavoc.com. You're listening to the best of Tailgate Talk on 1080 WKAC. Here on the Tailgate Talk hotline, we have Charlie Dobbins of the legendary fast pitch softball team, the King and His Court. Now, for those who don't realize or understand or remember, like us old guys here, we grew up with legends from King and his court. They would – an all-star team of four men would travel around and play a full-team fast pitch. And, and uh, Charlie, I don't know if you guys ever lost. Did uh, how, how, did you ever lose a game? Well, you, you didn't, the score was always taken care of. You have to understand that. No. <laughs> <laughs> no that's, that's, it's that's like the Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> uh, honestly – 
in the 17 years I was there, I don't ever remember uh, losing a game, no. Now, could all of you pitch, or did you have just this one outstanding pitcher? Did you, I mean, did you pitch? What, what was your position? Well, I mean, and again, with, with four men traveling like that, you, everybody kind of played everywhere. I mean, I started off uh, playing the shortstop position, which I was the young guy then. I had the legs I could run, still hit a little bit, hit a little bit like that, but I could run if the ball got to the outfield. But all of us, all of us were pitchers in our own right. Some of us were coming to throw really, really hard, and then others would come in like um, trying to emulate what Eddie was doing. You know, Eddie was an, an amazing um, just specimen of a man, but being able to throw the ball as, as fast as he could, but also with all the trick pitches. So we had somebody that could kind of cover everything. And, you know, as he got older, we had a guy named Rich Hoppy that came in and between the legs behind the back. And then it, it was just kind of how we did things then. I always heard the legends. I mean, back then I was playing slow pitch softball, but I heard the legends of the picking the player off at first base with a behind the back throw. I mean, right. yep. yes, it's so, true. Oh, absolutely. No, absolutely. And, and what it is is, I guess the best way to describe it was like that. You just, you never knew what angle that Eddie Fainer was going to throw from. And he had such immaculate control that um, he would go in the wideup. And, you know, everybody was trying to get an advantage. They're like, well, if I can score a run against the Kansas court, I'm like, something to talk about later in the bar. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, but, but they, uh, but then they take that little lead. Next thing you know, he just snap it behind his back. And <laughs> better luck next time. Yeah. Well, now you mentioned Rich, uh, a while ago, yep. Rich, uh, you know, he, he almost lost his, now he was a lefty and almost lost that yeah. left arm. Uh, in Vietnam, and so he had to learn Correct. how to pitch right-handed, and he's doing that behind-the-back stuff, too. Well, Rich Hoppy is one of the most amazing stories in sports you'll ever hear about, and I'll, I'll give him a little plug, but he has a book out called The Pitcher and the Painter, and you can get it on, I believe, Amazon and, and Lulu, like that, but and it, it kind of tells his journey, but I mean, just a quick synopsis, he's a kid out of Bayonne, New Jersey, you know, saw the court as a young boy and, and just, and really basically it started, it created a spark in him. And he went out and, and threw against the wall, learned to pitch. And when the court came back two or three years later, he was on the mound at like 14 year old, 14 years old pitching against him. Wow. And Eddie saw something, you know, Eddie saw something there and um, actually arranged to send him out to the Midwest where the, where the men's game was really, really strong still out in Iowa and Missouri and Michigan and those areas. And he went out and he kind of learned to trade out there. Um, actually, his, his nickname, he's left-handed, and he, he's blazing hot. Speed. But um, they called him the, the Iron Soda Pop Kid. Um, but um, like, uh, and he, he tells the story this way, like all young men when they're 18 years old, they want to, they, they wait for that call to get drafted. Unfortunately, his was Uncle Sam. And, um, he was sent to Vietnam, where he was, he was with the 101st Air Cav. Wow. He was, a, he was a forward scout, but he, he got injured, basically, and all the, the rigors and terrors of that war came back. But he retrained himself to throw right-handed wow. and went on to win, win like 17 or 18 world championships at the men's major level and then was the featured pitcher for the court 
up until we, we, we retired the team in 2011. 2011. Uh, that's a great, you like, yeah, it's a great book. It tells him, you know, check it out. The Pitcher and the Painter, that would be a great book to go and, um, and pick up. And uh, kind of, it'll tell the story. Back with more of our Tailgate Talk conversation after this. Daly & Son Car Care is Ardmore's only one-stop auto repair and tire shop. Whether it's major mechanic or brake work or routine maintenance like an oil change or lube job, Daly & Son Car Care has been satisfying customers all over with their fast and friendly service. They're also your headquarters for quality Cooper tires. Stop by and see Wayne, Nikki, or Dale at 25600 Main Street in Ardmore, Tennessee or call them at 931-427-4651. They're on Facebook too. Daily and Sun Car Care, open Monday through Friday, 7.30 till 5 and Saturday, 7.30 till noon. P4 Physical Therapy is a new outpatient provider offering community-based care with a unique partnership model that allows them to consistently deliver world-class outpatient care, emphasizing personalized hands-on treatment. Whether it's orthopedic, physical, geriatric or manual therapy, sports or neuro rehab, telehealth, or most any type of muscle or joint pain, P4 Physical Therapy promises to treat you with integrity, compassion, faithfulness, and selflessness. Locations in Athens, Huntsville, and Winfield, Alabama, as well as Fayetteville and Knoxville, Tennessee. Look for them on Facebook or online at p4physicaltherapy.com. Your roof is the first line of defense for your home. Do you have water stains on your ceiling, paint peeling off your walls, shingles missing? It's probably time for you to get your free roof inspection. Locally owned and operated, licensed and insured, Yellowhammer Roofing is the Yellowhammer State Hometown Team. Yellowhammer Roofing, let our family protect what's most important to you, your family. 256-232-1933 or online at yellowhammerroofing.com. The world is changing. The Tailgate Talk app has changed. It's got a new name and a new look. It's now known as PAS Plus, and it's your home for Applebee's Tailgate Talk, along with James Clement Sports and Calhoun Basketball. Change never heard, huh? Look for the download links at pasnetwork.net or tailgatetalk.net. PAS Plus, play action sports, plus a little extra. PAS Plus, from play action sports. Welcome back to the Best of Tailgate Talk on 1080 WKAC. Uh, Charlie, I see now that you are not only the head softball coach at William Peace University, but you're the owner at Grand Slam USA. Do you want to tell us a little bit about both of those? Yeah, sure. I've been, uh, I've been starting my 18th year at William Peace University. We're, um, we're in the Triangle area of North Carolina, right in, in Raleigh, uh, kind of right across the street from the NC State Wolfpack. Okay. Um, they, uh, we're in the USA South, and um, our our conference stretches from Kentucky all the way to Alabama. Wow. Uh, we have a Huntington is in our conference, so I, I come to Alabama yeah. every other year or so. Yeah. But uh, we got four or five schools in Georgia, like Lagrange and Piedmont, uh, Maryville in Tennessee. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then um, several schools in Virginia and North Carolina. But um, Division three program, um, we're doing pretty well. Um, in the top 25 the last couple of years, so uh, got a nice class coming in this year. Look really forward to uh, seeing how they develop. Um, and then um, I moved out of, I was kind of a mutt and traveled around the country, but I moved out of New England in 94, and we came down and um, came into the Triangle area, and then I became involved with this, um, with the Grand Slam facility. We, we purchased uh, ownership in it. But basically it's about a 25,000 square foot 
training center. We do baseball, basketball, and softball. Wow. Two full maple courts. We've had a couple of couple of guys come through there. I think y'all might heard a guy named Josh Hamilton. He, um, <laughs> yes. He came in when he was 14 years wow. old. Wow. And, and another guy named John Wall that came in there and shoot some hoops every now and no, then. And, not, uh, <laughs> no, not that kid. He wouldn't, he's no good. <laughs> you know, oh, my yeah, goodness. I mean, some crazy stuff. But, uh, you know, over the last couple of years, Carlos Rodon and Trey Turner, both, you know, that's now playing in the bigs. And uh, we've been really fortunate. I mean, and we're we're totally a training center. It's You don't go there for your birthday party. You go there to learn. Um Got some. I've got right now three ex MLB boys doing lessons. I've got an Olympian there on the softball side, Leanne Janetti, who's uh, my lead instructor on the pitching side. So we have got a lot going on. We're kind of connected. Um, Raleigh, well, Terry's the home of USA Baseball, so uh, we do a lot of programming with them, um, and so we get teams in from all over the country, which is just a blast, man. It's all good. Okay, we all. You know, Eddie passed away. Okay. In February of 2007, he's actually buried in Huntsville, Alabama. Wow. I don't know if you guys knew Did that. Not know that. Okay. Yeah. Okay, but um, but when he passed away, okay, you guys know the name, and a lot of the girls playing the sport now, their fathers and grandfathers do, but the girls don't. Okay, and so after he passed away, we continued toward, and we um, yeah, we would go out, but it just wasn't the same because he was the name and everything. So we, what we decided to do is we decided to retire the team in 2011, so we did the last 100 games of the King and His Court. By doing that, what we did was we reached out to the softball community, which basically Eddie was the person that put softball on the map. Okay, He was the first person to be live on TV. He was the first person you know, in Life Magazine and, and, and Sports Illustrated and, and Wild World of Sports and all of these wonderful, wonderful vehicles that talk about sports, but he's the one that puts softball out there. So, in a lot lot of ways, everything that's happening right now with the fast pitch game, you know, and with the women, which they're doing, it's a tremendous job, and I'm just so honored to be able to coach it still and be involved, you know, but it all started with Eddie Fainer. Okay, he was the guy that, you know, brought it to the masses. Um, so the, that last year, that's what we did. We said we're going to go out and we're going to we're going to set up a program. And we're going to do the last hundred games, and we went out and we we played a hundred games in 126 days. Dang. Okay, that's a lot. We had, yeah, it's, it was crazy. I I caught a hundred games. Okay, let me tell you, my hamstrings were screaming after it was all done. I turned. I'm 61 years old now. I was 55 at the time. <laughs> but um, okay, I'm like on this. It was fun, but but. Each day, each time we would go in there, okay, we would make sure that we would um, let the girls know about, you know, how the game was started. And the King of this Court, you know, that's the famous team. But we also had a side team called the King of Diamonds. And you guys, you can pick it up. There's a, there's a website, kingofdiamonds.com. And that's what Rich Hoppy really, really focuses on now. But what it was about was, you know, taking using softball as a vehicle to basically go out and, well, I mean, the easiest way to explain it is our moniker. And the moniker would be was like me walking up to you and go, hey, if you had a team, could I be on it? But it had nothing to do with softball. It was about how we treated each individual and our fellow human beings. And, and so we were going to take that forward. And, and I think we did a really, really, really great job of showing the girls how the game evolved, but also teaching them how to respect it and take it forward from there. I mean, 
that last uh, that last year, I think one of the most amazing games is we, we went into Chicago and played the Bandits. Okay, so 2011, the Bandits were the NPF champs. All right, now we're coming in. They didn't know who we were from, and they had they had heard it. Half of them thought the king of his court was LeBron James and his guys. All right? <laughs> okay. okay. Well, then, oh. we sent we sent, we we kind of sent a note to him and said, "Hey, you can use it, but remember where it came from." You know. But um, so when we go in there, I mean, we're talking. To, you know, this is a team that's got Monica Abbott on it, Juarez. You know, all these strong pitchers, Wiggins, uh, Galindo. I mean, all these Olympians. Yeah. And they're just excited to play us, have no idea what's going on. So, you know, part of my job before the game was I'd, I would go over and talk to the um, the team we're playing. Now, and some of the stuff, because part of it's got some comedy in it, I said, they have to help us or it isn't going to work. Okay, so I said, hey, we're going to ask you to do a few things. I take, take a pitch, take a pitch, it's okay. We're, it's just your turn. We're having some fun. So, the girls are excited. The guy coaching them is a really good friend of mine, Derek Brown, you know, an old fast pitch guy out of Michigan. And so he's uh, he's like, girls, just sit back. You're going to have a blast. So at the end of the conversation, I go, any questions? And all of a sudden I hear this, you know, <clears throat> in the back. And it's Monica, okay? So she kind of looks at me, and I look at her, and she goes, let me get this straight. I said, you four old guys. That's how she put it, okay? <laughs> okay. You're going to... You're gonna play us, and I said. I said there's gonna be a ball game, and she goes, "We're gonna kick your." You can imagine where. Yeah, she yeah. Okay. All right. And I told her I've had my you know what kick before. Okay. <laughs> so we just kind of laughed and said, "We're gonna roll on." Okay. Well, Hoppy's the first batter. Now, Rich at the time was 65 years old, still throwing the ball, you know, in the mid 70s like that. But he's the first batter. He goes up left-handed. He's standing there, and of course, for the crowd, he's, he's got his knees shaking like he's scared and all like that. And here comes Monica blistering, and he takes the bat, goes all the way around himself, comes out, sticks the bat out, and the ball drops straight down fair right in front of the plate. Well, the catcher grabs it, jumps up, fires the first. Well, I'm coaching first. So as soon as the ball hits the ground, I just start walking. I hit the bat right before the ball hits the glove. <laughs> up high, he yells, safe, designated runner. <laughs> So I'm standing there first, and then I look at Monica, and, her, and she kind of looks at me, and then this big smile comes on her face. And so she knew then, okay, how it was going to go. But, I mean, but afterwards, just talking with the girls, they said, you know, my dad used to, he played against you, or my grandfather played against you. So just just really fun stuff like that. And and I, that's where the team, the game is now. I mean, th- those girls right there, they're doing such a wonderful job of bringing it to the, our young kids out there now and our high school kids and our travel ball kids and promoting it. I mean, softball's in great shape. We're back in the Olympics. Uh, you can't ask, for, yeah, a, awesome. can't ask for a better opportunity what's coming at us. That's right. And late, especially female college softball is on the rise like never oh, before right now. So. Well, it, and it's fun to watch, okay, you know? Yeah, and, yeah. I mean, again, I'm, I, I played college baseball. I mean, it was it's great. You know, I'm, I, I was in the bullpen. I could take a nap half the time. It's like that. <laughs> but now – you know, college softball, I mean, it's stuff changes on a dime there, okay? And it's just the strategies and, and how things work. So it's a I, – I hope that the networks, ESPN and, and then some of the, like, the SEC network and the ACC network, hopefully they'll continue to really, really push it in the springs and really, really show it because it's a fun game to 
fun game to watch, but it's also helping us build that brand and, and preparing us for the Olympics, but also preparing these girls for the opportunity to play. That's, That's right. Amazing. Charlie, thank you so yeah. much for joining us, buddy. We are out of time, and it's time to toss it off to our sponsors. But, man, it's great talking to a legend, and we sure do appreciate it. All right, take care. Thank you, you. too. Thanks. That's Charlie Dodge, Dobbins of the legendary King and his court, man. Those, those guys are something else. But it's time to take a break. While others have come and gone, the Lion's Den Gym has been roaring as a workout and exercise fixture in Athens, growing from its humble basement beginnings in 1981 to their current 10,000-square-foot location at 212 Commercial Drive in Athens. The Lion's Den offers 24-7 access to their ever-expanding equipment collection that includes treadmills and climbers, elliptical trainers, stationary bikes, loose weights and dumbbells, and over 45 different weight machines. Contact the Lion's Den Gym about a membership today at 256-652-2627. Visit them online at lionsdengym.com or on Facebook, The Lion's Den Gym, 256-652-2627. When you're looking for something special for your next event, why not bring in the most amazingly fine flavored shaved ice this side of the islands, Kona Ice of Decatur in Athens. Whether it's a school or major sporting event, a picnic or festival, Kona Ice brings the fun and laughter from their steel drum music to their signature flavor wave where guests can flavor their own shaved ice. No event is too big or too small. Kona Ice makes fundraising easy too. Call Kona Ice today and tell them what you have in mind. 256-566-5298 or look for them on your favorite social media platform. Kona Ice of Decatur in Athens. 256-566-5298. For screen printing, sign printing, banners, logo design, and more, look no further than that shirt printing place. Located at 709 North Jefferson Street in Athens, call 256-444-1827. That shirt printing place. Visit them online at thatshirtprintingplacellc.com. Look for them on Facebook, too. That shirt printing place. 256-444-1927. That shirt printing place. The Bama Zach Memorial Scholarship has been set up to honor the legacy of Bama Zach Green, a huge fan of the Crimson Tide, along with Limestone County Sports. The scholarship will go each year to a male and female athlete from Limestone County. Checks should be made out to Bama Zach Memorial Scholarship and can be sent in care of Garth Garris, 13833 Pinnacle Drive, Athens, Alabama, 35613. Donations can also be made in person at First State Bank of the South at 1319 Highway 72 East in Athens. Thank you for showing your support for local athletes by giving to the Bama Zach Memorial Scholarship. Check out the WKAC Sports page. Go to WKAC1080.com and click on the WKAC Sports icon. You can listen to the current sports stream as well as game archives, past coaches shows, and Applebee's Tailgate Talk on demand. If you're on your smartphone, you can stay automatically updated as new items are posted. The WKAC Sports page, another reason why your best source for Limestone County sports is WKAC1080.com and 1080WKAC. You're listening to the best of Tailgate Talk on 1080WKAC. We are joined now by former Tennessee punter Craig Coquit. Craig, how you doing there, brother? I'm doing wonderful. Glad to see football getting off the ground. Hey, yeah, and aren't we glad that. it's SEC football? Who cares about all these other <laughs> conferences? We got the real, we got the big boys playing today, buddy. 
the the leaders and mm. not accepting being held back. We just went <laughs> move forward. So exactly. Like you know what what got me the other day? I heard somebody uh, on one of the sports talk shows. You know they were making fun. You know they said the the Mac. You know president. You know they were or an athlete. They were so adamant. We cannot play football. Our doctors of you know blah blah said there's it's not. No way we can play. And after all these other, you know, presidents have come back and said, oh, now we've, we've said it's okay to play. After ten other conferences have said it was okay to play. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, I, everybody says they don't want to get into politics, then you better just get out alive. Exactly. But, buddy, you, you've had a you, – you've had a, a great – great career at Tennessee and the NFL and like I said we we were just talking off air not only you but two sons and a nephew all, I mean it's incredible all of y'all played at Tennessee punted and all of all four of y'all played in the NFL that's pretty incredible yeah we're we're blessed you know I, I, I grew up basically poor and left the that neighborhood to improve my life and I got to see things I would not have seen if I hadn't left where I was being raised and and saw there's opportunity for anybody that's wanting to take a step forward so we're blessed and I appreciate it <laughs> what was it like playing for coach majors changed my life I mean uh, not taking anything away from Bill Battle but Johnny Majors uh, has an electrical cord stuck in the wall somewhere and he holds the live wires in his hands he, he's such a you know he's such a dynamic personality but he he put huge emphasis on the kicking game uh, and particularly punting because he was a punter and uh, every time i saw him before he passed away I, I said to him i said you're the reason i got in the nfl and he looked at me and said no you got yourself in the nfl so i always appreciated that comeback too so great respect for Coach Johnny Majors. I'd like it if Alabama put a little bit more emphasis on the kids. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Do, you, do y'all have any grandsons that y'all can that, that just are not big Tennessee fans that maybe y'all could just send to Tuscaloosa? I've got, I've got six grandsons. Well, I like to say I've got not. I got nine grandbabies, and what I say is I've got six punters and three agents. <laughs> so here we go. Well, well, if you had if you had one of those grandsons. That just were not huge Tennessee fans, and and they could be swayed, you know. Let Coach Saban know about them, because I'm telling you, man, we <laughs> we struggled for so many years punting, and it, it would we we would definitely take one of y'all uh, because the last name Coquit. When you hear that name, you know it's just synonymous with punting. And but but it's just unbelievable, you know, knowing you know not only you but you know like I said, having your sons and your nephew. You know, just following in your footsteps, and you know that's just got to make you more proud than anything. Not, not, not what you've done. You know, making it to the Super Bowl and everything, but knowing what your sons and nephew also did. Yeah, it's uh, since you mentioned it that way. One of the exciting things I do is for for free, I'll uh, I'll go to area schools or talk or uh, during the summer, whatever. And, Meet with uh, some talented kickers, place kickers, place kickers, punter snappers. You know, I know the game, 
And I really enjoy seeing talent and watching it move forward. I, when coaches ask me to help, I tell them, show me your best athlete. And, and that's the person that's muscle memory is on the field, motivated, and, and wants to excel at, at the game of football. And, and, you know, punting, I played in high school. I tried being a running back in college and, Man, the, the difference, it's a leapfrog in the, in the pain uh, as a running back. It only lasted one day. But I love coaching. I love uh, talking with uh, young people to get it. In fact, one of my students is on a five-year full-paid scholarship to West Point. So wow. he's a place kicker and punter. Wow. And that's, those, awesome. that's music to my ears. I'm sure. Something to be very proud about. So, so coming out of college, you drafted in the third round um, to Pittsburgh, and you know back then, I mean, were were kickers, punters, or kickers were they drafted that high? Because that's yeah, that's, that shows your the talent and the worth that they they thought that you were going to bring the team, and what you you actually did. Yeah, it's it is unusual. I, uh, I think Ray Guy, you know, he was yeah. first round, yeah, and that was years before and. But what happened in Pittsburgh in, in the season of 77, Bobby Walden uh, out of Georgia was the punter, and he had seven punts blocked for touchdowns. Ooh, oh, that's not good. That'd get you, that yeah. get you lose your job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, it, you know, it, it put a little emphasis on two-step punting, which is what I was. And, uh, Dallas, which is where I wanted to go, the Cowboys, uh, they said they were going to take me in the fifth round the day before the draft. and. I was pumped, and Pittsburgh took me in the third, and I had just done a tryout with Pittsburgh and uh, Chuck Noll in person even. He flew down to Knoxville with other wow. coaches, and I did not do well with him because I, I was nervous. <coughs> but uh, day four the draft, Dallas said, we're going to take you in the fifth, and Pittsburgh took me in the third, and I was disappointed until the PR director called me and said, what do you think about playing with Terry Bradshaw, Lynn Swan, Jack Lambert, Rocky <laughs> Block? Just, you know, mean Joe Green. I'm going, oh, my gosh. This is another Super Bowl run. <laughs> yeah. And, I, and I, listen, I know that probably broke your heart at the time, and, and Zach here is a huge Dallas Cowboy fan. Oh, my but goodness. as bad as I hate the Auburn Tigers, as bad as bad as I hate the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> so I want to thank you for beating them. <laughs> oh, come on. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I wasn't going to mention that, Craig. I, I was going to be nice. But, yeah, I'm, I'm a Cowboys fan, so, yeah, you, y'all broke my heart. So I get it. I get it. Well, I, I felt that way for, until the PR guy called me. <laughs> hey, so I, I, hey, <laughs> hey them, them Super Bowl rings look pretty nice. Though, yeah, I was going to say those rings uh, oh, yeah. helped get over it, too. Exactly. Well, I tell you, the Dallas Cowboys have much better uh, looking cheerleaders than oh, <laughs> yeah. I, I agree with you on that, really. That's true. And as a punter, you would probably have more time to kind of observe those type things, I guess. <laughs> If you've been I, it, on the was the, it was the yeah it was it was the distraction I needed. But <laughs> the, the, the inside joke on that: the Pittsburgh Steelers have never had cheerleaders. Oh, never, I did not. I did know not. That. Uh-uh. I didn't know that either. I didn't nope. know that. Yeah, oh. they don't have cheerleaders. Uh, Art Rooney Senior said, "We don't need the distraction." <laughs> Way back in time. <laughs> well, and it was a very good point. That is true. That yeah. is true. They had the towels. So. Yeah, terrible yeah, yeah, t- yeah, terrible time. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And, and, and the bee. 
a terrible beat. There you go. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It, it's a great town. I, you know, I, you're all probably going to mention this, but I, uh, you know, I hope my son makes it in Pittsburgh. It's been a very difficult transition after 15 years in Kansas City, but already he has noticed the difference in the in the way the people think about football and sports in Pittsburgh. He said, it's obvious it's a way of life up here. And I said, it absolutely is. It's a great environment. Just a hard, hard-working type of – just a hard-working town, right? I mean, they just they – just yeah. Blue collar. Blue collar, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, why it's connected. You know, it's, it's transitioned from when I first went up there. There is no steel mills left. But it's, uh, it's amazing to see that transition. But, but they don't lose that uh, feeling. You know, I'd, I'd like to see the ten- Tennessee Titans and the baseball team go to uh, blue and gold, like the hockey team, like Pittsburgh. You know, baseball, hockey, and football, they're black and gold. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they're yeah. all the same. They're all the same. We'll be back with more of our Tailgate Talk conversation after this. Come see all your friends at Applebee's in Athens. 12 minutes guaranteed or it's free Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Seven items to choose from. Can't make it for lunch? Visit them for happy hour, 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. or late night. Half-price appetizers with beverage purchase. Six appetizers to choose from. Call 233-4430 or order online at Applebee's.com and pick your meal up with car side to go. Applebee's Neighborhood Grill, Highway 72 in Athens, just off I-65. Eating good in the neighborhood. With all the technology around us today, it's hard to keep up. Goldsmith Technical Services specializes in residential and commercial computer and electronics repair, automation, IT services, and home theater systems and audiovisual services. Goldsmith Technical Services. Call or text 256-203-4226. Visit them on Facebook or online at goldsmithtechnical.com. Let them tailor a package that meets your needs. Goldsmith Technical Services. 256-203-4226. Bring the man in motion across the line of scrimmage. They give it to him on the sweep play. He's outside, got a little bit of room. Now down the sideline, cuts it back. He's angling for the end zone, and he will score. Join us this football season for Limestone County Football, streamed right to your computer or mobile device on the Play Action Sports app. You can also hear it on your Amazon Echo by saying, Alexa, open Play Action Sports. Listen for the replay of select games Sunday afternoons on WKAC and download each game from the archives anytime you want. Limestone County Football from Play Action Sports and 1080 WKAC. We continue with our conversation on the best of tailgate talk on 1080 WKAC. How was it, you know, being Tennessee fans, Britain sharing that Super Bowl win with Peyton Manning? Mm. Oh, that's talking about thrill. You know, you you know, it always leads into other stories. Peyton and Britain and Dustin too. They're all real, real close buddies from not just the Tennessee thing, but they have the same mind, just uh, sense of humor and everything. But one day Peyton walks up to Britain. He said, uh, after practice Thursday, uh, back behind the uh, what is the facility here in Denver, uh, the Jets going to pick us up. We're going to fly down to uh, Ottawa and play at the, uh, what's, what's that, honors course? I think that's called in Ottawa, the private course. Peyton flew Britain and three other two other uh, guys on the team 
down to the course at Ottawa, and they played for four days, wow. three, and then flew back out jet. So Britain really likes Peyton. So, so what what was it like? Uh, you, you know, we we mentioned your son. What was it like having your sons following your footsteps and nephew and, and play? And, yeah, and your nephew uh, following uh, doing what you did at Tennessee. Well, they say that hair loss is connected to stress. <laughs> so I believe it. Yeah, I mean, it's, well, no, yeah, no offense, um, but you were stressed. <laughs> I was incredibly, and and really, uh, during the pandemic uh, period, Dustin was released from Kansas City in April. You know, and it was over money, and it's been since April until, you know, just a couple of weeks ago. Uh, that he got the nod from the Steelers. So I've just kind of been in a a whirlwind. You know, yeah. I, I don't really think, I don't know how not to live through your kids, but uh, I've lived through my kids and because I'm kind of their coach and, and coached them coming up. So it's very stressful. Well, you talk about hair loss. That reminds me of a picture I have seen of the cover of a book that you wrote. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, when the grandkids start asking, looking at their dads and then look at me and go, what's wrong with this picture? <laughs> you know, so, so uh, JoJo, I, 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 uh, I was just going to say, go so ahead, JoJo, sir. what happened to your hair? So are you JoJo? Is that what they call you? I am jo- I am JoJo. I wanted <laughs> okay. to be called JC. That's what I was called in college, but it came out with the first grandbaby, uh, JoJo. So that's, that's, awesome. that's a good name for that a is grandpa. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's endearing, you know. And, and listen, for, for people that are listening, and you can get the book on Amazon, and I'm sure where other books are sold, but, uh, man, the reviews on it are wonderful. I mean, so, and, well, and the illustrations. Dude, you can you can kick a ball, you can coach <laughs> pun, and you can draw like nobody else, man. That's awesome. Well, thank you. It's, it's not on Amazon anymore. I've sold oh, down to yeah, I've sold down to five hundred left, and I'm I'm a lot of doing a lot of giveaway kind of thing, and uh, so it's you know they're not available now. But I but I am working on a a book, uh, an autobiography. Got some guys working with me on it. Uh, as far as I know, historically, I was the first two step hunter. Oh. Uh, and that's really why I was drafted by the Steelers. Was a big hit on, and yeah. uh, that's why I was drafted by the Steelers because they had so many blocks. blocks and I yeah. hadn't had any punts blocked in college. Didn't have any punts blocked at Pittsburgh. But the name of the book is going to be Two Steps, Two Sons to Four Super Bowl Rings. That's mm, awesome. That's and, pretty and awesome. It's a little catchy. I like it. I appreciate it. And thinking that, you know, but it's opening up, uh, you know, a private door, which, uh, you know, I I use my testimony in in churches and stuff and tell my story. But doing it in book form, uh, it's a little more difficult. But that's hopefully coming. That'll be wonderful. And I'm sure it's an emotional experience as well. Oh, yeah. I want to tell parents. uh, You get... If you're wanting your son to go down this road, get ready for stress. <laughs> but, you know, but it's, it's your children. If you have children or you have grandchildren, you know, you want the best for them. And uh, I asked my mom when I was in my 40s, I said, when are you going to stop worrying about me? And she said, when I'm in the grave. Yeah, yeah. And that's now, the truth. Now I get it. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, you, you brought up the fact you were probably the first uh, or at least known two-step punter. What do you think or what are your thoughts on some of these guys now who come in and do that rugby-style kicking? Um, it's, you know, definitely different. Well, I you know, I didn't have that technique. Uh, you know, I just shot it like a pass off my foot out of bounds. And uh, I think if I'd known how to kick the rugby kick, uh, I probably used it. I know Chuck Noll would want to be used because anything you can get inside the twenty or ten yard lines, what what yeah. he wanted. So, but yeah, I'm open to that. So, I, in fact, I tell the kids to to learn it. But it is different. Yeah, without a doubt. And like one thing that that you we don't see as often, at least probably the last I don't know five ten years is, you know, you, and you never hear this term anymore. It's the coffin corner. Yeah. <laughs> what happened? What happened to the game that that, that took that out of it? Because it, it seemed to be such a great weapon when y'all guys could put that ball down there in that coffee corner, no return. You know, inside the ten or five. You know, what are your thoughts on that? Oh, I definitely agree with that. You know, I I liked it so much before I got married, got my act clean up I wanted to open a bar and I was going to call it Coffin Corner <laughs> that's great that sounds more like a smoke shop yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's a lot of things you can read into that but, yeah. <laughs> being good at the cough, kick it in the Coffin Corner uh, you know that's kind of a is it a lost art uh, I don't know Dustin I, he's got all the records at Kansas City now. I think he's 429 punts inside the 20. Oh, wow. Uh, you know, so that's uh, when the defense knows the offense has 80 yards to go or more, uh, that's the bottom line. But I think the rugby punt, they're looking the, – the teams are looking for somebody to fumble. Yeah. It rarely yeah. happens, but they do fumble that rugby punt. Yeah. I, I just I just want Alabama just somebody kick it <laughs> and put it down there kick it more than uh, forty yards. And just, <laughs> well, we we've, yeah. we've not been well, we've not been bad on the punt. It's those field goals. Yeah, yeah, really play yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I think we, I think we may have us a field goal kicker now. It's just but but uh, I think we we found us a walk on punter. Yeah, it, 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 it is hard to. I mean, it, it's craft. I mean, most time nowadays, uh, Craig, you don't see. Uh, College teams giving out scholarships for punters now. It's mostly a walk-on that usually gets the gets the yeah. uh, nod. That, that's true. I yeah, I walked on, uh, but I was I was twenty years old when I walked on at Tennessee. Wow, oh, I did not know okay. you were twenty. Yeah, well, that's that's. I, I was raised in the hood, so I, I, <laughs> I, I had to get out of the hood. I did back four of the friends I ran around with that didn't want me to leave the game are dead. I mean, they'd be in their sixties and wow. they died in their forties. So wow. it was a it was a rough neighborhood in some instances. So so it was good. Uh, that was but, a good thing that you did. What happened for you then? Yeah, but I I tell kids all the time. Uh, you know, walking on is probably the direction it's going to go unless you're just exceptional. Absolutely. Uh, but there's nothing wrong with that because they give you a scholarship. They'll do it in the redshirt freshman or sophomore year. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. yeah, you can work your way to that. So, yeah, never give yeah. up. Never Work hard, never give up, and you can earn that scholarship. Yeah. Well, and, and the game is, is so fast and, and strong and, and focused these days. 
you know, you, you have your Appalachian states and marshals and teams like that that can blow you up on any given day. Yeah. Yeah. So the opportunity to play football and get an education is is a huge opportunity. And that's what I teach, really, is, you know, yeah. it's not where you go to school, it's the opportunity. Yeah. yeah. Well, Craig, we uh, we appreciate you talking to you, reliving your past, and talking about your sons, and uh, and wish you nothing but the best. And uh, and once again, uh, what's what's the name of your book, and where can where can you get it again? It's uh, well, it's not written yet, but I will. I'll reach out to Tim. And, yeah, okay, that'll be fine. That, yeah, we we'll, yeah, we will, we will promote it for you. It'll be Christian based and the sky's the limit. We live in America, kind of book. Absolutely, there you go, we'll, boss. we'll do it for you, brother. We we enjoyed it. Sit back, relax, and watch you some SEC football day, brother. I love it. Okay, all right, take guys, care, my friend. Take care, much. brother. Take care, man. Take care. Thank all right. you all. All right, bye bye. That is Craig Coquit, former Tennessee punter and Pittsburgh Steelers Super Bowl champion. Hate to say that, but we beat my Cowboys <laughs> a couple times on that. Uh, we're gonna take a break. We'll be right back. For screen printing, sign printing, banners, logo design, and more, look no further than that shirt printing place. Located at 709 North Jefferson Street in Athens, call 256-444-1827. That shirt printing place. Visit them online at thatshirtprintingplacellc.com. Look for them on Facebook, too. That shirt printing place. 256-444-1927. That shirt printing place. Have you noticed bad behavior has become normalized at interscholastic athletic events? Some fans seem angry. They lack civility toward one another. Some even get aggressive and unruly. Time out! What is going on? This has to stop. Let's not forget, school sports aren't just about winning. And they're definitely not an excuse to take your frustrations out on the official or the opponent. They're about teaching lessons like perseverance, respect, and empathy so students can learn and grow as people, not just as players. We all have a role to play in setting a good example for our students and teaching them these important values. So fans, it's time to step up your game and behave positively at interscholastic athletic events in Alabama. This message presented by the AHSAA and the Alabama High School Athletic Directors and Coaches Association. Takes a snap. He's rolling to his left. He's looking downfield. He's looking in the end zone. There's a jump ball. It's complete. Touchdown, Golden Eagles. Join us this coming season for Athens High School Football. Greg Young will bring you all the exciting play-by-play online at WKAC1080.com or on your WKAC Sports app. You can also hear it on your Amazon Echo or Google Home device by saying, Play WKAC Sports. Listen for the radio replays Saturdays at noon and check out the archives on the WKAC Sports page. Golden Eagle Football from 1080 WKAC. You're listening to the best of Tailgate Talk on 1080 WKAC. And we're going to bring in Florida Southern Ladies Basketball Head Coach Betsy Harris. And she's joining us by phone straight out of Lakeland, Florida. How are you doing, Coach? I'm good. How are you guys? Oh, we're great. I was looking at all your stats, and you know, you 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 high school in Decatur, Mississippi, and you go overseas and play professional ball, and then next thing you know, you're down in Lakeland. So, 
I don't know. I think I got a little lost. <laughs> I don't know. I, I've been. I wanted to ask you what it was like playing in, living in Iceland. Yeah. Right out loud. Was it cold? It's actually, it was <laughs> my favorite question. country. Really? I, I recommend Iceland out of the five that I went to. Now, how do you say the name of the um, place you were there? Cause, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> okay, can you say it? This isn't, this isn't fair because Southerners, we always add syllables to everything. <laughs> yes, we so, do. Um, it, I, I say Reykjavik. <laughs> you say what? Reykjavik? Yes, Reykjavik. Okay. Reykjavik, yeah. It's funny because, you know, Florida's not the South, so nobody, seriously, nobody sounds like me down here. So it's like another country. So every time I I talk, people say something and they they laugh, and I'm like, (laughs) what is going on here? You know, I'm used to Mississippi and Alabama, so I've learned, this is, I've been here seven years, so I've learned that this is definitely not the South. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And people say, well, Florida's in the South, but they (laughs) don't talk like the rest of the South. They don't. Yeah, she lives in the county, uh, Grady Judd's a sheriff, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Bartow County, Florida. We love Grady Judd. Love him. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's back up a little bit before we get down to old Sheriff Judd. There, you you play. You started in Decatur, Mississippi. Ended up playing at Alabama from ninety to ninety four. I'm, I'm, the, I'm the only Albie here in the room. But uh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> we, we apologize yeah. for him all the time. So you, yeah, <laughs> we get it. <laughs> so what what was it like going from the Deca- Decatur, Mississippi to Tuscaloosa, Alabama? Oh, it was a shock because uh, I went to a little 2A public school and I had 54 in my senior class. Wow. And wow. I go straight to Alabama and I'm sitting in a biology class with about 150 pl- 100 players, 150 yeah. students. So it was uh, my first year. It was a huge transition. Now, how far is Decatur um, to Tuscaloosa? It's only two hours. Okay. I tell people we're in the heart of SEC because... Baton Rouge is probably about three, three and a half. Ole Miss is three and a half. Mississippi State, hour and a half. Oh, wow. Alabama is two hours. And then Auburn is probably three hours. So, yep. I'd say know, that's I'm the heart of it, paper. without a doubt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So there's probably, growing up, there, yeah, being that close to all those many different schools, was it? Was there a variety of people who rooted for different ACC schools? No, I actually, my whole family, I'm the only one that straight away, and they all went to the local junior college, East Central Community College, and then they went straight to Mississippi State University. Oh. And my my parents have a scholarship in their name there. Oh, cool. And awesome. my granddad was in the Athletic Hall of Fame, and it was football, basketball, and baseball. Wow. Dang. Wow. That's and, incredible. Yeah. I thought I was going to go to Mississippi State, and I just, I was not comfortable with the coaching staff, and... I was I was just led to Alabama. I fell in love with it. Well, I mean, it didn't hurt our feelings at all. You had a very <laughs> successful career, and, and uh, you know, and you know, appreciated you coming and, and doing what you did. Um, you know, speaking of which, you know, there's been a little bit of resurgence in, in the women's program here lately. It's, it's not what it it was, um, and and you obviously being a coach and successful coach at that. Um, do you even have the opportunity to still keep up with what? not just Alabama, but other teams do, or are you just so much focused on what you're doing you really don't have much time? I'm able to keep up because I usually try to watch Thursday and Sundays because that's when the women play, and I have a good relationship with Christy Curry. Hmm. 
Christy does a great job of keeping us informed and keeping us involved, and I really appreciate that from her because not every coach does that, and I definitely make sure that I do it here at Florida Southern. So, you know, we still stay involved. I still stay in touch with Madonna Thompson, who's the coach over at Shelton State. Awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, I've got a quick question. <laughs> you were the foreign player of the year in yeah. 1996 for the Herbal's deal. <laughs> am I even close? You're, you're as bad as I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm myself right now. <laughs> I, I just had to give it a shot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you better man than me. Yeah. That was, yeah, that was in Iceland. That was in that country. Oh, okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I didn't even know I was that until I saw it online. And I, and I told my nephew, because my nephew's actually an Ole Miss fan. And he lives with me here, and he's a senior at Florida Southern. So, you know, we got that big game going on today. Um, yeah. So I don't need our guys to, to let me down, because i got a huge Ole Miss fan in the house. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> well, my wife's son is a, a freshman in the big famous Maroon marching band in Starkville, so. So yeah, we're kind of, yeah. and she's a Bama fan, so we're we're kind of rooting for Bama today. Not yeah, not I, Ole Miss, definitely not Ole Miss. Well, you know, it's crazy. I'm a big college football fan, and of course, um, I lean toward the SEC. So I watch all college football. Oh, and yeah. you know, anytime the SEC's in bowl games, I go for all of them. And people are like, "You go for Auburn, or you go for Ole Miss?" I said, "At this point, all I see is SEC." Right. I said, so I'm going for an SEC bunch because it just makes our conference stronger. It does. It does. Well, you're better than Todd is. <laughs> <laughs> Todd, Todd will root against it. don't care. Um, it ain't Bama. He don't care. I think back in the 90s when Syracuse played Auburn, um, Syracuse had been running their mouth a lot. And I, I, I didn't say War Eagle or anything nasty like that. But I kind of rooted for him a tad just yeah. because I thought, don't let the Big East be stinking SEC. So that was, but that was back. Yeah, you were a baby back then, so I don't know. But I didn't oh, ask no, you that. I graduated in '94. <laughs> well, that's true. That's true. Um, um, so coming, you know, playing overseas, being MVP, and all that, you get a shot with the Detroit Shock, and um, mm-hmm. you know, how, how did? I mean, you were averaging twenty something, twenty six points a game over there in Iceland, coming off that MVP season. How did? How did your tryout go? How did you feel like it went? Did you feel like you did enough to make the, the Detroit team? And how bad, if if really that bad at all, did you want to play in the WNBA? Oh, gosh. I mean, I thought I was going to play the rest of my life. I couldn't think of anything else because the game is such a huge passion for me. So I don't know of anything else. But I, there was about 300 in people at the WNBA um, combine, oh, wow. and so I got invited to Detroit and Phoenix, and I Detroit. I decided Detroit because it was a new franchise. Nancy Lieberman was the coach. Yeah, wow. And never heard of her. <laughs> yeah, never heard really. of her. And then Lynette Lynette Woodard was in the trial. Oh wow! So, you know, I was around these these great women, and the tryout I thought went great. I got to meet um, Joe Dumars. We played against Grant Hill. <laughs> Oh, wow. um, Jerry Stackhouse, you know, they thought dunking on women was cool. So, <laughs> you know, I'm just like, you're supposed to do punks. that, guys. Yeah, uh, yeah exactly. Punk. <laughs> That's just when you bust a three in their face and then, you know, tell them to sit down or something. And honestly, I did that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I felt great about it. I mean, when I go and I've got Joe Dumars, I go and I introduce myself because I was always a huge fan of his because I thought he was the oh, most yeah. underrated player in the NBA. 
and he he's like oh you're the shooter from alabama and i'm like stunned nice. like shocked like okay just cut me now i'm good whatever you gotta <laughs> do yeah, um, yeah for him to know i didn't mean it and i still got like, i didn't mean it and said it but my roommate and i um the other girl that was trying out we she went to iowa and we both got cut like a week or a few days before the season. And Sandy Brondello, who is the head coach for the Phoenix Mercury right now, she's the one that yep. came in and took my my spot. Decent player, you know, just just decent. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she was a heck of a player, but it was really hard. I, I left there with a stress fracture because I wouldn't get out of practice. And and you know, when you have a stress fracture, I don't know if it's just something that. You know, coach probably couldn't take a chance on me because, you know, getting over a, tra- a stress fracture, yeah, the season know. would probably already be over. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But it, w- it was a heartbreaker. Like, I could not touch a basketball for a month. I couldn't get near it because I was just so let down. And then I just put it in perspective, and I was like, you know, I played in two exhibition games. I scored every time. I made sure nobody scored on me. So, you know, I feel like I was good enough to play. It just didn't work out. Yeah, yeah. And it sounds like you were, and, and you've certainly taken your what you've learned as a player and just turned it into an unbelievable coaching career. Absolutely. And, um, I'm sure where you're at now is not going to be your final destination. Um, bigger and better things. Not that, not that Florida Southern's not, but it is, you know, a big deal. But, um, you know, as young as you are and as talented as you are, yeah, we're, we're going to be seeing you at a D1 school at some point. Well, the goal is a national championship, and we have more than any D2 in the nation. We have 30. Wow. And women, yeah, only 30. Women's basketball has not won it in our conference. So I tell the girls all the time, I'm like, you know, be that special team. Be that team that everybody remembers. Be the first. So we got close my second year because we made it to the Elite Eight. And then we lost by four to the national champion, and then we've been to the tournament ever since. But it's kind of like... When we would go in the SEC tournament, I always thought playing in the SEC tournament was harder than playing in the NCAA tournament. Oh, wow. You know, yeah. that was when, you know, we had Jim Foster at Bandy. We had Pat Summit over at Tennessee. Yeah. We had yeah. Carol Ross over at Florida. You had Joe Champion at Auburn. I mean, you had all these big-time coaches. And, you know, we had about eight teams going to That's the true. national tournament. Yeah, it was a big deal. Women's, women's basketball was really good back in, in the early 90s when you were playing. Yeah. It was huge. So even here, it's like going through regionals is so hard. You're just beating up on each other because you're still playing teams from your conference and then the region. But it's like when you make the Elite Eight, you can tell a difference. You're like, okay, we got this now. Yeah. And, um, of course, we didn't then. But now, you know, once you've been there, it's like, okay, we've got this. Now it's trying to get the girls to understand that. Yeah, yeah. Let me ask you this real quick. And it just came to my mind. Um, NCAA had a like a, a committee, I guess for lack of a better word, that they put together, and they they went down through some things about equality. And it looks like this coming year they're going to have the women's Final Four alongside the men's Final Four um, for the NCAA tournament. Um, you know, to me, that's pretty cool. What What are your thoughts on that? Having all having all those games together in one location, all those eyeballs and cameras. Uh, you know, on the women as well as the men? I, I'm not sure. I mean, it's not like I get down about it. Or it's not like I get really excited about it. And I don't know. Maybe I'm different. I, I just want to coach it, uh, mm. basketball. I don't care if we're with the, guy, with the guys or without the guys. It's 
you know, I do, I'll say on one thing, when you have double headers with the guys, it's a huge difference. It's a great, it's great for the women's game. Yeah, and I think that's so, what they're looking at. Yeah, so hopefully it will be, um, but they already drew, like, huge crowds anyway. That's especially what I thought. Especially in the Final Four. I, I yeah, kind of thought the same out. thing, but I was like, well, they're selling out, so I don't really know what, why, but, you know, equals equals. Yeah, right, I don't, so. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just. A gesture. It, it's just. It's, it's thrown out. It's kind of like, here you go. You know, now you should feel better. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes when you do things, it's not necessarily the right thing. But, you know, with that, it's it just, it's not a big deal. I will say that I love the double headers with our guys because we'll get their fans coming in the second half. And we've had some of them join our, bo- our booster club. Awesome. Excellent. That's awesome. So, so that's been great. Yeah. <laughs> So I like, you know, I like working with the guys. You know, it's fun. Um, I don't know if it's just the level, like, D2, but they support each other. It, with it being smaller schools, it's it's closer together, yeah. and all the athletes support each other. And it's kind of like me being from my small town. It's kind of like that small school. Yeah. And then when you get on the D1 level, it, it's a different beast. It's, uh, it's so different. It just depends on... You know, what you want, I tell girls all the time, do you want to win a national championship or do you want to go to that D1 that's never going to win a national championship, but they're going to win a conference championship? And I said, that's the difference. You know, which level do you want to go to? There's nothing wrong with either. But, you know, what are your goals? That's great. Well, Betsy, it's been great talking yeah, to you, Coach. Sorry, I, I just feel like I can call you Betsy now. Of course, <laughs> do, do. <laughs> hey, all right. Well, we're going to let you go, and don't be a stranger. I won't. It's been a while since I used to have to go down to Polk County a lot. I called it Bartow County earlier because I stayed in Bartow all the time. But uh-huh. if, uh, if I ever that's get... more of the country. Yeah, Bartow's yeah. more of the country. It's more of the country, yes. That time yeah. that gator run out in front of me and I almost... Heat it. <laughs> I knew exactly I was in the you country. Knew country. Them yeah. and hogs, you got to watch out for them down there. Yes, Absol- I've seen both. <laughs> Absolutely. Coach Harris, thank you for joining yeah. us. Have a great day. Yeah. All right. Good luck on your upcoming season, too. Absolutely. I appreciate it. And roll tide. Roll tide. There you go. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that was Coach Betsy Harris of the Florida Southern Ladies basketball team. And we'll be right back here listening to Applebee's Tailgate talking WKAC, the Big Ten 80. When you're looking for something special for your next event, why not bring in the most amazingly fine flavored shaved ice this side of the islands, Kona Ice of Decatur in Athens. Whether it's a school or major sporting event, a picnic or festival, Kona Ice brings the fun and laughter from their steel drum music to their signature flavor wave where guests can flavor their own shaved ice. No event is too big or too small. Kona Ice makes fundraising easy too. Call Kona Ice today and tell them what you have in mind. 256-566-5298 or look for them on your favorite social media platform, Kona Ice of Decatur in Athens, 256-566-5298. With all the technology around us today, it's hard to keep up. Goldsmith Technical Services specializes in residential and commercial computer and electronics repair, automation, IT services, and home theater systems and audiovisual services. Goldsmith Technical Services. Call or text 256-203-4226. Visit them on Facebook or online at goldsmithtechnical.com. Let them tailor a package that meets your needs. Goldsmith Technical Services, 256-203-4226.
While others have come and gone, the Lion's Den Gym has been roaring as a workout and exercise fixture in Athens, growing from its humble basement beginnings in 1981 to their current 10,000 square foot location at 212 Commercial Drive in Athens. The Lion's Den offers 24-7 access to their ever-expanding equipment collection that includes treadmills and climbers, elliptical trainers, stationary bikes, loose weights and dumbbells, and over 45 different weight machines. Contact the Lion's Den Gym about a membership today at 256-652-2627. Visit them online at lionsdengym.com or on Facebook, The Lion's Den Gym, 256-652-2627. The Bamazak Memorial Scholarship has been set up to honor the legacy of Bamazak Green, a huge fan of the Crimson Tide along with Limestone County Sports. The scholarship will go each year to a male and female athlete from Limestone County. Checks should be made out to Bamazak Memorial Scholarship and can be sent in care of Garth Garris, 13833 Pinnacle Drive, Athens, Alabama, 35613. Donations can also be made in person at First State Bank of the South at 1319 Highway 72 East in Athens. Thank you for showing your support for local athletes by giving to the Bamazak Memorial Scholarship. Now on a platform near you, the only year-round weekly podcast covering the Huntsville Havoc, the Reekin' Havoc podcast. News, interviews, and more. Dropping every Thursday, we'll just reek of the Huntsville Havoc. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and listen, follow, and subscribe on your favorite platform via the PAS Plus app and online at reekinhavoc.com. You've been listening to the best of Tailgate Talk. You can hear the archive of this and other shows online at tailgatetalk.net. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. Applebee's Tailgate Talk is a production of Play Action Sports on 1080 WKAC.